Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Friday, the ninth day of Lent. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. In your great compassion blot out my offenses. Wash me through and through from my wickedness and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my offenses, and my sin is ever before me. Against you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are justified when you speak and write in your judgment. Indeed, I was steeped in wickedness, a sinner from my mother's womb. Indeed, you delight in truth deep within me, and would have me know wisdom deep within. Remove my sins with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be purer than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness, that the body you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my wickedness. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and sustain me with your bountiful spirit. Let me teach your ways to offenders, and sinners shall be restored to you. Rescue me from bloodshed, O God, of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. For you take no delight in sacrifice, or I would give it. You are not pleased with burnt offering. The sacrifice of God is a troubled spirit, a troubled and broken heart, O God, you will not despise. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful Father, you freely forgive those who, as David of old, acknowledge and confess your sins. Create in us pure hearts and wash away all our sin in the blood of your dear Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Deuteronomy chapter 15, beginning this morning at verse 19. Every firstling male of your herd and flock you shall consecrate to the Lord your God. You shall not do work with your firstling ox, nor shear the firstling of your flock. You shall eat it you together with your household in the presence of the Lord your God, year by year, at the place that the Lord will choose. If any has a defect, any serious defect, such as lameness or blindness, you shall not sacrifice it to the Lord your God. Within your towns you may eat it, the unclean and the clean alike, as you would a gazelle or a deer. Its blood, however, you must not eat. You shall pour it out on the ground like water. Just like the tithe of grain, oil, and wine, the firstborn male of herd and flock is consecrated to the Lord and sacrificed and eaten, eaten by the household in the presence of the Lord. Both the sacrifice and the meal are an act of worship, but 
because it is a meal for the household, a feast, there's also some joy in thanksgiving. This is another dimension of sacrifice that we don't usually think very much about. We often talk about the pain, the loss that comes from sacrifice. That certainly is the case with burnt offerings that are completely consumed. They are given at an expense and burned up purely as an act of faith and love and worship for God. But here sacrifice is a matter of offering up something of ours in thanksgiving to the Lord, but also in the process of sharing it with family and neighbors. You'll be nourished by it. Here, the firstlings are set aside as a way to remember God's salvation. They're made holy to God as a, a proclaimer of God's salvation and rescue and love for God's people. They thank God for God's abundance grace, and they share the sign of that grace with all who have been welcomed in to sit down at this table as part of this family. What joy and even pleasure are found in this kind of fellowship created around this kind of sacrifice? I wonder if this often overlooked facet of sacrifice would help to deepen our sense of joy and celebration when we come together to celebrate the Lord's Supper. We, of course, know that God so loved the world that God gave God's one and only Son to die for us, a costly and painful sacrifice to take away the sin of the world. And yet at the same time, God gives the Son so that we might share in his life, so that our joy might be complete, that we might remember God's salvation, that we might thank God for God's abundant grace and to share this meal for those who have been made part of this household, welcomed around this table in the fellowship, in the presence of God. The fellowship we share in the Lord's Supper is a fellowship with Christ as we eat together in God's presence, as we look forward in faith and we look back in, in gratitude. And so we give our gifts to the Lord in a similar way, whatever our gifts and offering might be. We give a portion of those things through which God has blessed us and in which we share that sacrifice with the whole community. As we bring our gifts and offerings with us to worship this week, we may want to think not about the loss, about what we're giving up or, or what we're sending away, but about what is shared and how this gift, set apart for God, might become a reminder and sign to the world of God's salvation, grace, and steadfast love. It might be a way of inviting others to partake in the joy of God's salvation. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from that high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. In you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. 
in the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially this morning we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, and especially for the people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church. Pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, especially we think of the people of Ukraine. For all who are at work, bringing about, working for, negotiating, arguing for peace and a restoration of international harmony. For those who are welcoming refugees, caring for them, providing for them, sheltering them, clothing them. For those who are caring for the sick, tending to those uh, who are mourning, comforting those who are unable to move. For all who are at work to strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For what else, or for who else, do we pray today? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.